your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show, and we're pleased to be in studio with Steve Matthew. He's a candidate for Alderman in Manchester Ward 4, and uh, he's here to speak with our large and loyal listening audience this morning, this interview is brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, who says Manchester is undergoing a renaissance. No kidding. Gatsis has crafted a blueprint to harness that energy. Twelve points to continue the momentum, says Mayor Ted Gatsis. Number one is taxes and spending. He says he will respect the citizens' voice on the tax cap and veto any budget that breaks it and will fight vigorously to keep taxes from skyrocketing. There are 11 other points. You can check them out at tedgatzis.com slash plan. That's tedgatzis.com slash plan. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. By the way, if you have any questions or comments for Steve or any candidate, you can give us a call at 606-6762. That's 606-6762. Did you uh, anchor your ARC in our parking lot here at the Super Secret Broadcast location? Uh, yeah. Lots yeah. of water falling. Well, fortunately, we you know because we really needed it. We hadn't had any soaking rains for quite some time. So yeah, it'll reinvigorate the uh, the lawns and the uh, and the trees that were uh, getting a little bit you know uh, yeah well hopefully, dry but hopefully it's not too late to help the colors because I'm seeing a whole lot of crinkled brown. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, we're not getting the best. Uh, foliage this year that we've had in past years indeed but. so steve uh, you are a candidate for alderman in ward four lost a narrow uh, or tightly fought uh, hard fought election two years ago why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself personally and professionally and then we'll be on to what you see as the issues in this campaign well uh, my wife jean and i own legacy financial solutions we're an investment advisory and a state planning firm and we've uh, been in the bedford block building since 1995 I'm currently the longest-running tenant in that building. I have a great landlord in Norris Viviers. Well, you know, I was going to say I have an affinity for that building because that's where my mayoral campaign headquarters was in 2001. I remember it. Right down, so, right, down the, right down the block. Yeah. So we've actually had a lot of campaign headquarters in that building. In fact, the offices that we're in right now were actually uh, John Sununu for Senate campaign headquarters. Oh, were they? Uh, young John. <laughs> young uh, John. A number, number of years. Well, it was several months before I moved into that. We took that uh, that particular space over and totally renovated it in 2000 and early 2000, actually in 2001, and then moved into it uh, a short time thereafter. Mm-hmm. So uh, that actually was 2000, and we moved in in 2001. So anyway, uh, we've been there for a while, uh, work with a lot of clients on uh, helping them uh, manage their money, protect their assets from nursing homes, set up different uh, types of uh, uh, things with attorneys, have the attorneys draft trusts and wills and powers of attorney, things like that, to uh, try to make sure that uh, as people move towards their retirement or the next phase of their lives, they can live comfortably. In addition to that, uh, we have an accounting, bookkeeping, and tax service uh, that we recently started uh, because we have a lot of clients that have uh, had great difficulties over the years, not getting a lot of the tax advice they need, and my background's in accounting and tax, so I decided to uh, open up that end of the business as well. Oh, really? Well, that's gonna that that could be very useful for me in the not too distant future. So I'll be I'll be giving you a call. <laughs> okay. No joke. So right. how do you take your background and skills? How do you see that working for the city of Manchester as an alderman? What perspective do you bring? How do you add to the the debates and the discussions on the various issues 
facing the city with, with your particular professional background? Well, the most important thing is to truly understand budgets, budgeting process, and to and, and to uh, learn how to live within the means of those budgets. And uh, as I've done on the personal side with people and with the businesses that we work with, uh, you have to do the same within the city limits. You, you've got to figure out, you know, what are our priorities? What's the best place to spend the money? Where are we going to get the most bang for our buck? And then hopefully uh, if you uh, bring – uh, cooperation and balance to our existing board, uh, we can help move the city forward. You know, uh, Jean and I have lived in this city for a long time. I've been here for 29 years. She's been here since 2000, and uh, we have a great affinity for this city. My my kids have all gone through Central High School, and so, you know, it, 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 we figured it was time for us to give back. Uh, the mayor challenged us to do so two years ago. He said, you get the government you deserve, and and Unfortunately, we, we don't feel we've been getting the bang for the buck that we deserved over the last uh, few years. You know, looking how the mayor is being outvoted, you know, 12 to 2 and uh, 11 to 3 on most major issues, uh, it's, it's a difficult process for him. Uh, you know, we've got uh, a, a candidate who's opposing him who's voted to override spending caps. Uh, she doesn't quite understand uh, what it is to stick to a budget and... Uh, you know, uh, she's bought and paid for by large union groups and, and a lot of outside money flowing in for her campaign. So it's a, you know, that's a real concern. It's not helping the citizens of Manchester. So what we want to do is, uh, you know, I want to run for this board and hopefully bring some cooperation and bring some balance to the board. Um, a couple of the areas is, uh, you know, the first of all, the, in the building trades, the building trades are getting killed with uh, regulations and with uh, permitting fees and We've got to find a way to streamline that process and simplify it so that we can build and expand our tax base. If we can build and expand our tax base, then it doesn't put so much pressure on, on the aldermen and the school board and what have you to vote for budgets that are out of control. We've got, we've got natural tax increases that are occurring as a result of the new businesses that will be moving in as long as we can find a place for them to move into and make it, uh, make it amenable for them to move in here. Uh, second thing is we've really got to uh, uh, address the the whole Yager Decker issue, which is uh, uh, which is costing this city in the millions of dollars now as a result of uh, how we're giving out pay raises, uh, like like uh, people give out ha- Halloween candy, you know. So uh, it's yeah. So uh, that needs to be addressed because there's nobody in the private sector that's getting a two or three percent raise automatically every single year. And so that's certainly something that's got to be addressed. Uh, we've got an exploding pension liability, and everybody wants to ignore that pension liability, yet that's going to come back to our kids in a huge way. So, you know, it has to be addressed. It has to be addressed now. We can't continue to kick the can down the road. And, again, that's where good accounting and, and, and financial understanding of of budgets is going to come into play. Help, help people understand, because when you say we have an exploding pension liability, I don't really think that most people understand what that is, what that means. Well, when you have a a public sector pension plan that is drastically underfunded as it is right now, at some point, you're going to have to fund the pensions for all of these city employees, teachers, firefighters, police, and what have you. And as in the case with municipalities across the country, if the plan is underfunded or if they're using assumptions on their investment side that are overly aggressive uh, in the out years when you start having to, when these people start retiring and you have to pay them, there's no money there to pay them because you haven't set enough money aside 
in order to make these payments. And at some point, the fund runs out of money. Well, right now, uh, the projections are pretty uh, nasty for the city of Manchester and for the state as a whole. Our state pension plan is less than 50% funded right now actuarially, and that's a huge problem. So, you know, one way or another, that's going to have to be paid for, whether it be through tax increases or cuts in the benefits to these employees. Now, no employee who's in their 70s and 80s wants to see their pension cut, you know, after they were expecting to get it. So that means that we've got to address these problems now for the people that are currently working so that they don't have to have a a pension cut uh, or a, a benefit cut in some way, shape, or form when they are in their 70s and 80s and they're too old to go back to work. So those are the kinds of things that, that we're looking at. Uh, in addition to that, you know, if you look at what's going on with uh, <clears throat> with the contracts with the city employees, mm. uh, you can't have people that are on the board of aldermen voting for contracts that are going to directly affect their family and uh, and give them raises. And so, uh, you know, we had uh, Alderman Gamash and Ludwig violate the city charter. And uh, those two people, uh, now, you know, Ludwig is gone, obviously. He's not running for re-election, but... Uh, it's the only smart decision he's made in the last six years. Yeah, well, I, I'm <laughs> not going to comment on that because he's done some other things that have... I mean, he's, his, I think in a lot of respects, his heart's been in the right place for the city. But but that notwithstanding, uh, it's it's clearly a violation of the charter to, to vote on contracts that directly affect your family members. And uh, Mr. Gamash did that. And then you had a, an aldermanic board that failed to hold them accountable for that, uh, my uh, current opponent included. You know, my current opponent voted not to censure these folks or to send them to a review board for, for, for voting on that. Right. Well, specifically, he said because he didn't agree that uh, it should be a conflict of interest. So he was willing to ignore the law as written because he didn't like it rather than let the process it was supposed to go through come to the determination that it would come to. So, so that's an issue. Uh, so one of the things we would probably have to do there is amend the charter to make it very specific, number one. Number two, to, to put uh, stiff penalties in for somebody who violates it uh, and, uh, and hold them accountable. You can't have a government that's out of control like this, that's doing things like that um, with, with no accountability. So uh, it's, it's for these reasons. Uh, th- these are the reasons I'm prim- primarily uh, running this campaign. I'd like to uh, bring some balance to City Hall to try to assist uh, Mayor Gatsis in moving the city forward. I think he's got a great 12-point program, a lot of good ideas there. And uh, there'll be, uh, it'll be fun to help him implement some of these ideas so that we can move this city to a better place. All right, we're going to get to some of the details following this break for traffic, weather, and sports. You are listening to the Dread at Large radio show. I'm Rich Gerard.